The man of will breaks all boundaries. As above, so below. Magic of come to realize is a new way of seeing our own world. Something divine truly does exist. You're listening to the Culture Shock podcast with your host, Dave Escuro. How's it going, everyone? Thank you for listening to another episode of the A Culture Shock Podcast. I am your host, Dave, and I'm very excited for our guest this week. It's someone I've been looking forward to speaking to for some time. He's the lead singer of one of my favorite bands, a band out of Mexicali called Silent. He is Mr. Young Sing. And we, over the course of about an hour, talked about some really interesting stuff from um, the new album from Silent, Modern Hate, which is out now. Um, We talked about COVID and being an artist during the time of COVID and how that has affected their ability to perform and express themselves. We've talked about their inaugural album, A Century of Abuse, which I think is just one of the best modern albums out today. Both albums are, honestly, they're fantastic. If you're interested in post-punk or dark music in general, um, punk rock. These guys are just so excellent, and I recommend that everyone check them out. I really appreciated talking to Young. I thought we touched on a number of really great topics, and I hope that you all enjoy as well. So, without further ado, here is my interview with Young Sing from the band Silent. So, I um, I think if I remember correctly, it's it's funny how fa- how fast time goes by. I think I came to be aware of Silent in 2017. Uh, I remember a buddy of mine saw you all, I think in LA, and he, he was just, you know, he knows my taste of music. And he's like, you got to check this band out. And I got, you know, I heard it on Spotify first, and then I got a chance to see you guys in um, San Diego. This was right after the release of A Century of Abuse. When I heard it, when I saw you all live, my first thought was there's like a ferocity behind not only the music, but the vocals and the, everything about it, but the performance. It almost felt like a, a dark sermon in some sort of strange way. I don't know what your thought is when you go into a performance or or the origin of the band or what its intention was, but was this something that was inside of you that you had to get out and that's why you formed the band or was this sort of a natural progression you decided to start silent and this is sort of the result of it? Yeah, um, well, I, I think when, when we start doing... Um, silent we we just uh me and my friend went to the studio and 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 we just talk about like what are we gonna do and mm-hmm. and we he i play some uh, like the guitar for a minute and then he plays the bass and then we switch and we don't have any intention of of of, of i mean anything we just right. It went, and then we, at the beginning, the idea of silent, it was just me and my friend, Alex, mm-hmm. who, who plays guitar right now. And the idea, it was me playing guitar, Alex bass and a drum machine. Okay. You know, and then I, I, I just thought like, uh-uh, this is going <laughs> to be boring, you know, like we, 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 we need more like, it's gonna be not that intense. That, that's right. what I thought in my mind, and and then I talked with the first drummer Andrea, and well, when 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 we were three, we were three. We I, I just thought like, okay, we need a bass player so we can do right. a, a full a full bound thing, and um, and I talked with Roto, who used to play with me in Manic Laser and in other bands. So as soon as we 
came together in the studio. That's it. You know, the 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 sound just happens because we mixed we mixed um all the ideas. You know, mm-hmm. like Rado and Andrea and, and and Alex and me and 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 the sound silent have right now just came like just like that. You know, you know we we it, 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 I mean we 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 totally want to be like to get a sound like obscure or like um you know mixed with some other stuff not to be just like a straight like post-punk band you know yeah but 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 that's because our background i i think like i i I grew up playing in punk bands you know and and super noise or kind of like question mark like you know like like hardcore maybe yeah Mm -hmm. you know like all these loud music so not intentionally we mix that you know like the the, the obscure and post-punk but at the same time we we got the the, like 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 you know the 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 power or like the 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 loudness of a hardcore band you know well i think i think when a lot of bands sort of whatever the genre of post-punk is or dark music they tend to be very introspective and and sort of melodic, which there's elements of that obviously in your music. But um, one band that I, I grew up loving was Samhain, and if you listen to Samhain, it's dark but it's ferocious. It's it's punk in a lot of ways. That seems that does seem to sometimes be missing from modern dark music, which I found was very uh, prevalent in in your in especially the first album, where it almost feels post hardcore less post-punk although there's elements of all of that and it feels very authentic so that that ferocity does come through yeah i, I mean well that that's a in, in in modern hate in this new record we try to keep that you know mm-hmm. the, the 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 ferocity of of the first record or the the, the intensity but of course we we don't want to be stuck in 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 the same place you know mm-hmm. we we try to to grow up more musically and 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 in a different aspects you know and right. and in music so of course you can hear in this record like more melodic guitars and and the the construction of the songs are more like like um I don't want to say creative, but but um, sounds more like you know, like we did. We put more effort on it. Mm-hmm. We yeah. we 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 work harder. You know the the the, the pieces of each song. But um, of course, we 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 want to have that intensity, and and that's what what we like to play this. You know, because most of the uh, the post punk bands or dark wave bands right now sounds like you know it's a it's a reissue of the 80s bands you know right yeah you you know it's a revival thing and and, and that's what we that's a thing we don't want to do we want to 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 do the as soon as we heard the sound what we create we are we're creating we decide to okay. This is our sound now, and this is our second record, mm-hmm. and so let's keep it like this, and 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 be different, or, or try to be not of the bunch of those bands. Sounds like a, a refried or like a, 
like a nostalgic yeah yeah i mean we don't want to be one of those bands they have a full venue venue because they sound like a, a nostalgia you know right. like oh that's remind me the patch mode or and and of course i mean we don't get me wrong we we we're not against that we 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 we're not against um we're not against that um but um but it's it's not our first it's not our priority you know right like because of course is 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 good if people compare to you like oh they sound like Bauhaus or they sound like Depeche Mode or Birthday Party all these awesome bands you know mm -hmm. but but we're trying to open a, a new vision of this a new right. a, 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 a new um a new sound kind of i mean yeah. it's so it's so hard to do it right now because like everything exists already but but you know, like trying to have our own voice. That's what we want to do. But I, I remember, I mean, another lifetime ago when I played in bands, I played in metalcore bands and hardcore bands. And I, I always remember there was always this feeling of we want to sound like this band meets this band. I I can like be in band meetings where like, you know, whatever one member of the singer or the drummer was listening to at the time, that's how the song started to get crafted, you know. And and I always yeah. I'm not that A, I'm not that great a musician. I'm very punk. And so I'm more of a feeling type person. So I always wanted to be in a band that just was what it was, right? Whatever came forth, came forth. And it sounds like the nature of the way Silent formed, where you sort of got together with a friend and you got another person and you got another person and you just went straight to the studio. And and the and the century of abuse was just what came naturally from you all. It does, I mean, it's hard for me to compare you. There's elements of other bands that I could say pieces of this or that, but but you sound like silent. Oh, yeah. That's that's the idea. I mean, that's the, the way we worked at um, at the studio. We, we when we go there together, we we stand there and and we are like we have a because we listen to a lot of music. We are like so critic when we are writing music because we we you know like you said it was, uh, people who have a band they sometimes like, yeah, you know this song? Let's do this. Or, or let's start like, like this riff. And, and we're like totally different. We start jamming. We start there, like every, everyone with your, their instrument. And, and then we start building a song. And as soon as we hear something like similar, like, yep, that sounds like that. No, it's not good, it's trash. Right. Don't use it because it sounds exactly like that. And like, mm -hmm. And, and probably Alex or Rodos are like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> and, 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 and of course, thanks for the, for the internet, we, I go or, or, or Alex can go to Spotify and say, like, like this song, man. And, oh, that one. Okay, okay, we don't want to use that. Right. Or, and, and so we, of course, some of our songs, it's, it's hard to, to, like I said, it's hard to create a, new, a, a total new sound. And then, of course, if you're listening a song of us, some pieces of a song is like, oh, it sounds like The Cure, or like sounds like, or like um, whatever, you know. And 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 I'm and it's totally fine, but it's not like a real intention. Right. Absolutely. And you can and you can see that. There, like I said, there's an authenticity behind it. And um, what's what's interesting to me is that a century of abuse was sort of formed in the studio. The band sort of formed in the studio. Whereas with um, Modern Hate, there's a pretty big layover, pretty big gap between albums. Well, I know I've read in other interviews and what have you that some of that is sort of beyond your control. 
changing band members and, and things of that nature. But was it the intention to take your time between albums to make sure that you can have that creative spark or, or was it mostly just sort of outside things that were sort of beyond your control? Well, uh, at the beginning, it, it was like after Century of Abuse came out, our idea was to put an, a, another record like two years after. But, you know, after the, the COVID-19 and, and our drummer left the, the band and, and all that, um, it was uh, like outside aspects, you know, like we cannot control. But thanks for that. We have the time to change a lot of songs. We dropped a lot of songs, man. We, 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 we have like a bunch of good songs, I guess. But, you know, you start like rehearse, rehearsing the songs like for a long time and just just decide like uh, this is not a good song right so we or we had like some songs and okay let's could let's let's cut this piece and add it to this other and you know and you create like this like pieces and and, and you have everything and and you create like some all the good parts you put in one song Right. And, 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 and we had a lot of time to do that. And, 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 uh, and we're glad to, to have that time because as a musician, you, and, and, and of course is your work doing music and you want to, to put albums like as soon as you can, because you have to, to generate like, like, you know, work for you, mm -hmm. like tour and make some money and, and, and play some shows and, and, and be, be active, you know, but, um, it, it wasn't our fault. And, and after five years, I guess, we, we, we were a, a available or, or to put this record out. And, and I think it came great because the old things are happening right now in the world. It, it fits, you know? Yeah, yeah. All, yeah. all the lyrics, it, we, we, I mean, and that's why I changed the name of the record. At the beginning, the, the name of the record was... Um, Slow violence was the, mm. the first the, the first title of a record. And then during the COVID-19, all this news started happening and all this weird like events in the world. And I was watching TV with my girlfriend. And 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 we were here stuck on our house, you know. Yeah. Not, we not, not available to, to come out. And 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 we were watching TV and we were talking about like watching TV and then news came out. And then she told me like, Oh, you saw this new about this news about this and that and all that. And the whole day I was thinking about like, dude, this, this fucking bullshit, man, what's yeah. happening around the world, you know? And I was listening um, in my Spotify to David Bowie. And I was like, Oh, right. This is mother in love. And, and the idea came to me of like mother and hate, dude, yeah. because it's happening and it's all this like, and I call Alex and I talk to him and it's like, dude, um, I have a new title for the for the record. And um and I think it, it is gonna be better than what we have right now. And I told him, like, what do you think about mother and hate? And he's like, um, I don't know, it's like like David Bowie thing, you know, like, yeah, that's the, that's the, that's the idea, you know? And was it like, yeah, okay, both are cool. Let me think about it. Right. 
And then I talked with Rod, of course, and then Rocio and, and, and everybody started saying like, well, yeah, I think this is a good name for the record. And well, does it does the name of a record? And to me, it, it fits perfectly yeah. what is happening right now. Well, not only is it sort of a, an homage or a twisted take on one of my favorite Bowie songs, but you're right. It, I, I've looked at this last year, year and change now. And the one thing that sticks out to me is when you remove the distractions from people's lives, it exposes a lot. And, and I think what we've seen as a society is that what it's exposed is, is not that pretty. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's pretty disgusting, in fact. And, and um, you know, the first couple months of the pandemic, you just had the sense of like, what is this about? It's kind of confusing. I was, I was filming at the time in Georgia and we stopped down and then I just had this urge to get back to Los Angeles. And then by June, you have the stuff happening with George Floyd, which is for a lot of us, nothing new. It's, it's what we know about. But for a lot of people, it was like an exposure of the way the police treat minorities in particular uh, in America. And, and, you know, in uh, looking back at history, like one of the things that caused a lot of the anti-war rallies during Vietnam was that it was one of the first times that war had been televised. And once you expose people to that violence, they have a reaction, sometimes positive, sometimes negative. I feel like that sort of happened here. We're all shoved inside and we can't go to bars and we can't go to shows and we can't go to movies and all the things that we normally do to distract ourselves. And it's really exposed the world to us and us to the world in a way that is, I mean, complicated at best and, and, and pretty vile in, in a lot of other ways. Yeah, of course, you're, you're totally right. I mean, the mind wasn't that busy, you know, and, and, and you have the opportunity to, to, to look around you and, 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 and criticized what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think after this, people is gonna be like more aware of everything mm-hmm. for sure. And I mean, it's two, it's, it's two sides of the coin because we're gonna be more like, like separate as human beings for sure. Mm-hmm. Because, um, you know, because like mentally, we're touched, you know, like yeah. about the, I, I, I remember playing shows and I'm always, um, mm-hmm. when I start playing in, in, in punk bands, you know, it's, or, or you, you, you was in the, in the hardcore scene mm-hmm. playing just shows, you know, and, and, and you grab a friend and you're yeah. like this and, and the people and everybody's sweating and spitting and, you know, like I'm, I'm aware, like, that is not going to happen again and, and right. to me and to me man that's what i start playing music you know they to feel the intensity you don't you don't you, you can get anywhere you know yeah and and as a kid i started at playing shows because being a punk community make like gave me a family gave me yeah. gave me a, well, a friendship and, and and things you don't have in your even in your house, you know, with your parents or all that. And, and I'm, it's the only thing I'm aware of, you know, yeah. like the shows, like after this, like come like some of like, um, I don't know how to say it, but like bit mechanic, you know, like sure. not like, like from heart, from soul, from, 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 you know, from, you know, you understand what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's, I, think it's just a, hard. I think there's a pause now. 
you know, I, uh, my wife and I went to get drinks with some friends and it was like the first time in months. Um, and I tend to normally get social anxiety anyway, but like this was, it was weird because there's just that interaction with people and with a mask off. And, and even, you know, even if you've had precautions, it just doesn't, it doesn't feel organic. It doesn't feel natural. There's just like that, that pause that exists. And I've been to your, I've been to three of y'all shows, uh, two in San Diego, one in Los Angeles, and they're intense punk shows. And uh, I was just telling my wife, I grew up in Corpus Christi in South Texas, and there's nothing to do down there, surf uh, and do meth and get pregnant pretty much. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and so, yeah. So like, you know, we, we were in the punk and hardcore scene and our hangout was Denny's. And that was a family and a scene that since I left Corpus, I've never really been able to replicate. And, and you're right, that, that sort of camaraderie with like grabbing someone or, you know, being in a pit together or getting up front and, and, and that shared experience is difficult to have when you're considering hygiene and illness and, and all these other things that are now, you know, and, and just the closeness, right? Just the, the, just like, I don't know if you've seen someone and you, and you go to give them a hug or you go to give them a handshake and you're like, well, I don't know if I'm supposed to or not, you know? Yeah. You, 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 I mean, when that happens, you're, you feel weird because I remember I, I'm, I'm, I, I, my, my, I own a bar here in Mexicali and a couple of friends came there and I saw them after all this time and I was like it was weird because I want to hug them like hey what am a man you know yeah. like, my friend you know they're my brothers and I was like you know like yeah. uh, you just do that hey man what's up or the fist like you know bam. Yeah. but to me it feels like dude this is not good and it's not going to be good but um Right now, I, I when I saw friends, it's like fuck it, man. Give me a hug. Fuck. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. If I die like for giving hugs to my friends, those like, worst ways. I, I, yeah, it's, it's worth it, man. Or to have like to to hugging people I love, like fuck. I I, I prefer to die if I cannot do this anymore. Right. And right. and and I'm not and I'm not a romantic guy. It's just like <laughs> it's just like a, a like a human like like feeling, you know, like yeah. you know. You, you have like war, the, the warmth because the world is so cold right now out there. And then we were, you're, I mean, me, as me personal, like, I don't want to act colder than that or, yeah. or like be part of that. I mean, if I saw even like at least, at least my friends, like be like, whatever, man, like I'm afraid to die if yeah. I live in a world like this. And, 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 and that's why that was a, a worse me more in, in the shells, you know? Well, I was going to say, how, how is COVID in Mexicali? Like how, uh, how much has it impacted you there? I mean, I know Los Angeles shut down for a while, but it really hasn't been that, that closed for about half a year. I, I mean, I mean, uh, here in Mexicali, COVID heads, um, like to me, hits me like, like kind of bad because, you know, the, the, because I, I own the bar with a friend. Mm. Mm-hmm. who is a musician too and of course we have to close the bar and and, right. and we don't have in and we cannot play shows so we don't have any income right so me and my girlfriend we start doing this like vegan burgers and oh, cool. like like um idea it's called vegan dudes and mm-hmm. and that's help us help us a lot you know to to survive yeah 
because she, uh, she works in the States, you know, but like the world shuts down, you know, right. like it, even if you're in Berlin or Japan, you're, like, we're, right. you're not available to work. And we had, we had the idea and, and, and it was a success actually. And like everybody, you know, we, we were like a ghost kitchen and we survived because of that. Right. But as soon as we opened um, the bar and everything, it, like, it, it, I mean, her and, and, and me, it, we went to our normal job and all that. But, but Mexicali was weird because everything closed for sure. But like people kind of don't give a shit, you know? Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, uh, I don't want to talk about Mexico. I love Mexico, but they don't give a shit. <laughs> right. You know, like some people were there like doing carne asada, like out there, like drinking beer and, <laughs> you know, in the sidewalk and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but right now it's kind of fine, you know, like we, we, we don't have, no, like the vaccine is already here. Like, That's good they vaccinate like the old people already and they're doing like younger i mean i'm talking about 50 and stuff right. but but it's kind of like kind of slow right now because everything comes like to to normal right now but uh but you know it's always weird stuff here like about the drug cartels is getting bad you know and and it's not a good to be out yeah because like if it's that, not the covid is gonna be the drug cartel if it's not the drug cartel it's gonna be the government you know like yeah and it's, like this it's funny because i haven't been to mexico and i mean really since i was a kid we you know corpus is only two hours from uh uh laredo, laredo. Uh, laredo yeah and um as kids, we would just go down there all the time. Parents would take us down there. I've got a garage full of luchador masks that I used to always grab and, and bring back. And, and it was just different then. And then as I became an adult, I know the cartel started getting really, really bad. Even, even as far back as uh, 2011, I think, I, I did a film in El Paso. And, you know, I was in the radio. I was doing a call sheet. And over the radio, I hear, like, you know, six beheadings. And it's like, oh, shit. It's like things are getting really rough down there. So... I, I, I see it seems that when things like this happen, when there's like pandemics or uh, natural disasters, like there's a certain element that tends to sort of capitalize on that, whether it's the state or it's illegal, there, there, there tends to be someone that rests power, you know, when people are suffering the most. Yeah, of course. Um, I mean, um, yeah, uh, here, like we have on, on the border with Calexico and, and, you know, San Diego is on TJ. And, but um, this is a totally different world, man. Yeah. I mean, even, it's just a border, dude, but it's, it's different, like, <laughs> you know, the, the way, like, Mexico moves is it's totally different, you know? It's like a, it's not law. Right. And in, in so much aspects, it's not law in so many ways. But um, that's what I, um, that's what we, some of the songs, you know, talk about that, and 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 as because we live in the border, we 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 try to criticize both sides, mm -hmm. you know, because we we are Alex is from um, from the states, mm -hmm. and my girlfriend is from the states, so we 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 can be both like both like perspectives. You're right. So so I, I think we're available to do that, you know, like to 
to have the two points of view. And, and as, as one song of in, in, in the record, in the new record called Hands on the Wall. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember we were from Philadelphia to, I don't remember which city, we, we, we were on tour. And then Donald Trump came on the radio, we were listening to NPR. Right. And he came with a statement like, I'm gonna build the wall and all that. And, and I was like, holy shit, like, this is like, which year is this, man? Right. Like, it was so bad, man. And then uh, I, I, I started writing the song and it's all about that, you know? Like, it's all about the wall he never built, but, right. but it's, 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 it's talking about, like metaphorically about a wall, like, like people are creating in the mm-hmm. minorities, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's, 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 it's hard, you know? That's, that's why I don't, I don't have kids. And, 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 but um, of course, I'm on this age, like, yeah, it will be cool, you know, to, right, to have yeah. a kid, you know, of course. Fuck yeah, but I'm scared, you know? I'm scared of yeah. all that, you know? And, and I'm always aware. And, 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 I'm, and then I'm a person who overthinks stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it was writing all the lyrics for this record is it was kind of like a release like mentally yeah. released we're like all right i want to i want to say this right and and, and now um, i can't wait to be on tour to fucking say it loud you know to be there and and to talk about this yeah I, I, it, and, and doing music which is my my form of communicating yeah and 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 it's my form to to release stress and release, you know? Like, it's, it's like you said, like when you play in punk bands and, or when I used to play in punk bands, that's, that's the, the only way we found to release all our like rage or, or, or thoughts or, or everything we had like inside us. And, and, and that's, um, that's what I'm, I wanna be right now available to go on tour because it, I mean, you as a creative person, it's frustrating to to just the world stop you to create. Right. Yeah. And I, you're not available to create anymore. You're not available to 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 go there and show your art, art or your music or your other thing you do. Like you're not available because just you can't. Well, it's it's like a, it's like taking your air away. It's like telling you you can't breathe. I would imagine. Yeah. And, yeah. Of course. You know, there's there's the one thing that was that that really was impressed upon me in this last year and the last four and a half five years was how comfortable everyone got with being outrightly racist. Um, I mean, look, I look, I experienced it my whole life all the time. Uh, I just got kicked out of a Facebook group for for telling someone, "Hey, don't speak for minorities. Let us speak for ourselves," and that got me booted for whatever reason, um, from, wow. a, from a space that was supposed to be an all-inclusive space, right? And uh, and I was the only only minority speaking, and I just said, hey, let us, you know. Um, but my wife is Australian, and we were long distance for a long time. And one of the times that I went to visit her on my way back, they detained me. I have no criminal record. I have nothing. There's no reason to detain me other than my last name. And so they, they uh, as I was trying to come into the States, they escorted me into a room. They took my phone away, and I and I had no idea how long I'd be there for. I was there for about an hour, and then eventually they just released me. 
And they never told me why they detained me. They never told me what I was of suspicion of or nothing. And there's nothing in my bag, no, not a thing. Right after I got back, I was listening to the news and they were talking about how um, the Trump administration was detaining people who were born near the border. If you, if, you're, if you were born near the border in any manner, they were like for fraudulent you know, uh, birth certificates and what have you. So that's the only thing I can assume why they, they stopped me. And, and seeing the power of the state not even pretending to be balanced and moral and, and uh, you know, it, it, it feels like that veneer has been lifted and everyone is just whatever they are now. And it's created a very strange world to live in. Yeah, um, I mean, what, I mean, I'm I'm never experienced like like racist stuff, but I I, I was in the other side, you know. Mm. This I I remember I went to rehearse um, with All Leather, which is a band I used to have with Justin, mm-hmm. and I and and my car broke down, and I used to and and I got this um like Greyhound ticket, mm-hmm. and 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 I went there on a Greyhound, and then the border patrol came into the the bus you know because we have a checkpoint there and yeah. they go and and i remember it was like people you know it was like uh you know latin people and 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 they came to them as like can i see your your like visa or whatever mm-hmm. and the guys are like yeah here's my green card and like can you go down the bus and we're gonna check this out you know yeah. and all that and they came to me and I'm, 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 my skin is, is, is white, you know, and, 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 and I don't look like kind of like, like a Latin stereotype, right? like Latin stereotype or, or all that. And I remember the guy just looked at me and told me like, you're a citizen, right? All right. No problem. He don't even like, you know, like, he don't even like ask me like, like visa or whatever. He just assume. Yeah by the color of my skin or the way I look, you're like, no, you a citizen, it's no problem. Right. And that happens to me I, a lot of times. I, I was on tour with All Leather and I remember Nathan was driving and I was in the, in the passenger seat and Justin was in the bag with our sound engineer. And, and the, the border patrol, the, the, the border um, checkpoint, whatever, mm-hmm. just, put his head into the van and just looked like this. And he said like, all you as citizens, right? All right, no problem. I was like, well, he assumed <laughs> that. I mean, right, yeah. It, because I'm, I'm, I'm white in that. I mean, that, that's the only like kind of racist thing I, I, I'd be near to. Right. And of course I'd be near to like my friends, like having like, they had a, like a, like racist attacks or yeah. racist comments for sure. And um, my girlfriend is like half Mexican, half black. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, and we never had like a, 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 we're lucky because we never had like a racist it's like it. stuff. Yeah, incident never actually, but, but to me, it was always like the other side. They always assume like, yeah, you are American or European and you don't have any problem. And they're like, no, yeah. from Mexico and I have my visa yeah. and, and I and I do all the, the the paperwork to have it. Right. Just ask for it because I'm legally here. Yeah. You know? And but but yeah, it's 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 so bad how all the races are like elements and 
all the racist people is out there right now, like everywhere. And me, I remember um, I was talking with a, a friend of mine who, who, who is a like a teacher of um, social like stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and and I remember, and he told me something like really, really, really like to me was real, you know, because he said like, no, 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 racism is was always here. Mm-hmm. The, the racism never, never like was over. Right. Just, but they give you, they give them like a, you know, like a reason to, 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 to come out, which, which was President Trump, you know? Yeah. And, and, and those were, was hiding their racism or they like, you know, as soon as they saw their president doing all these racist comments and, and, and acting like that, it's like, well, if my president does that, I, I, I can't, you know? And, and, and they, they, they had the courage to say like, yep, um, I hate blacks. I hate Mexicans. I hate Asians. I hate whatever, you know? Yeah. And, and I was like, what the fuck, man? They, feel, they feel empowered. They feel yeah, justified. Sure. And it feels like, um, you know, they're, they're able to come out from some, their sort of hidden cave of, their beliefs and they're just and and not only, and you can see how quickly people embrace that and like they don't just speak casually because you know you hear casual stuff all the time but mm-hmm. the proudly you know proclaim it and and announce it and just you know and and not that social media is the best barometer for real life but it does sort of I do find that it tends to amplify the most extreme versions and you can really see certain folks getting just so comfortable expressing their hate and expressing their bigotry in, in a public forum with feeling that there's no uh, accountability for those thoughts and beliefs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we saw when, as soon as I remember Donald Trump won, um, I remember a year after that, we saw people in, in their cars with a confederation flag yeah. and, mm-hmm. and and some of crazy shit man like make america great again or i i remember we were on tour us um and with salen and we were driving our van and a car in front of us had this sticker so like make america white again with <laughs> the same like font and, and it was like whoa we i mean we saw that and we were driving it's like are, are we safe like yeah. because we're a mexican band playing this stage and like yeah i mean whatever we we I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was going to ask if, because of COVID and Trump and and everything, if you've had any issues coming across. I mean, obviously you haven't been able to tour because of COVID, but is there any? Has that inhibited you in any other way about being able to travel back and forth? Um, no, actually, I I, I don't have um, uh, like problems to to cross back and forth. I mean, uh, because we we are legally legally available to cross you know and and as as we living in the border we we are more familiar to to crossing the border the only problem is like sometimes you you have to wait like a long line to cross mm. you know sometimes like three hours or like wow. but um but it is we don't have any like issue to, to to cross you know because we we're not going there to to 
hang out. Make, well, maybe to make riots or whatever. We just, sure, yeah. we have friends there. We have family there. We, we're available to go. Right. And, but um, yeah, like a, like a big issue or no, never, okay. never. Because um, yeah, that's because we, we, we work in our, all our documentation is like, like, like the way it is, but that's and, and I'm glad of that because that's why we are available to go there and tour and 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 see all these kinds of like stuff, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. like how how is everything works there and, and and being here in Mexico and see how Mexico works and you have the like I said you have the both perspectives of that and and we're in things of that we're available to. That's great. To have a, a more 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 like. Aperture, it was like, yeah, is like, a word. Yeah, yeah it's a, a broader version of a, a viewpoint of both sides. Yeah, a, a bigger point of view. There's a duality between life. the United States and Mexico. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, two two countries that have borrowed. You know, um, I mean, certainly most of this country, at least a good chunk of it, was Mexico, and then so much of the things that Americans assume are American are really derived from Mexican culture. You know, um, yeah, of course. Was there hesitancy to release the album now? I mean, I know things are getting better and and presumably by the summer, maybe maybe things are almost entirely back to normal um, here, at least in the States. Was there any thought of holding out or was it just like, this is the time and it's time to release it and let the I mean, world happen as it happens? I, I mean, the record is, is, is out already and we dropped like, we have like two videos, two videos of two singles right now. And probably in two weeks, uh, we're going to finish the new video awesome. um, of the new single. And then we have another one, I guess. Um, but um, yeah, we're going to drop like four singles. And then uh, we, we're, we are talking with a booking agent right now. And, uh, and we've been talking about to be on tour in Europe. And the the first idea was to be in Europe in October. Mm. Um, like it's it's gonna be like probably like a two week three week tour, nice. but um, but it's not looks like you know doesn't like not that solid, right? But but um, if it doesn't happen, it's gonna be early two thousand twenty two, but uh, we 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 we. We want to use this year if we cannot tour to promote the record um, on social media, doing do some videos. Probably we're gonna do like a live performance, you know, but um, um, stream thing, you know, awesome. like four or five songs. And we're not like really into like live streams, like shows because we're we're old, old school punk like style yeah. you know be there but um but if it's necessary we, we we're gonna do it for sure and but we've been talking we're manager lou is being like working so hard to to make this work you know to make this happen to try to tour or do some shows before the this year ends you know that'd be amazing because uh, what you know both of your albums really nicely capture that intensity you know i i mean I, I heard some of the songs recorded first but you know having seen you guys live and seen what it it, it takes me back i mean those are 
going to y'all shows, there's very few bands that, that still perform that way. Um, and, and, and when you find those bands, they usually get so big that they're in stadiums and you, you're in a seat sitting down and not having that same experience. Like I, I because I live in Los Angeles, I'm, I'm very lucky to see AFI frequently. And when they're in a small venue, they still have that. But, but then they're on big shows and you're like in a seat somewhere back there. Or I saw the original Misfits and I'm like at a seat back there. And it's like, it's cool, but you, you just miss that, that energy that you get, you know? And, and um, I'm sure it's hard for you to have this amazing album, this like really awesome expression of yourself and then not be able to do the other component of that art, which is the, the performance. Yeah, I mean, but um, I'm, 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 I'm really, really, really um, cool with, with right now with what is the album is doing right now, mm-hmm. and 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 I'm pretty sure we're gonna tour this record for sure, you know, and we're not that far from that because uh, this morning I saw uh, a lot of bands posting like, well, we're gonna do this festival in October or these shows in September or February 2022, you know, and and it's like, yeah, you know, I was like, well, we're almost there. Almost so there, I'm yeah. not, I'm not as stressed. And 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 as the, this record came out in the perfect time, I think we're gonna be in the perfect time to 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 play shows. Okay. So I'm not worried about that. And I'm I'm just more like, I have more like exciting to 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 to, to do it right now. I'm more right. excited. Like, yeah, I want to do it more than frustrating or more than sad or more than worried. You know? Yeah. And and as far as your your live performance goes. Like I, like I mentioned at the top of this, it, it felt like a like a dark sermon. It's, it's it's like you're almost like you're preaching as much as you're singing. How much of that is just just how you are as a singer, uh, uh, or and how much of that sort of thought about ahead of time? Oh, I, I don't know. I, I think that you want to hear. Um, okay, this is this is really funny. Um, I never like sing before this mm-hmm. band. You were a drummer, was, right? Yeah, yeah, I was I was a drummer or I was a singer, but screaming singer, you know, like a like a noise hardcore, just like yeah. screams. And I mm-hmm. never like um like sing before. As soon as we did this like weird lineup with talent, my friend like Alex told me like why why you don't sing then and sound and they're like oh, i don't know man uh, I, I think i i'm not i'm not the singer who can fit the the, the thing what we want to do here and he said like well just try it and i was like all right and well and 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 i tried and and all this came out so i want to say like What's happening with, with the way I sing or the way I perform as a frontman playing no instruments is like totally 100% natural. Right. I don't even, I don't even play anything what's happening because I never was in that position. Right, right. So I do what I think is good for the band or, or right. what, 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 what is happening at the time I'm on stage is like, it's just came out naturally well that's the thing that's so amazing to me because you know most bands come together they 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 play they play local shows maybe they some do some tours and then down the line if they're lucky 
they do an album after they sort of crafted their entire identity you all sort of just were and i mean a century of abuse is such a both albums really but you know they're they're so great out the gate you know almost i mean it feels like i mean obviously you've been in other bands but for you to say i've never been a singer before this is natural and then having seen you and the natural charisma that you have and that the entire band has it it would if you told me you'd been together for 10 years before you did an album i believe it because it just feels like you've been doing this forever um and and you have a very commanding presence you know it's it's almost animalistic you you know it's it's weird because when, when when i said like in this weird lineup is weird because alex the guitar player he never mm-hmm. played guitar before really he, he was a bass player wow and i never was a singer so i i became the singer but that's 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 what i think the sound of silent is is really natural because alex plays the guitar as a bass player which is awesome as a bass player <laughs> yeah you know it's, it's weird the way he, he does all the figures on all the ribs he plays like a if, if you like put some attention of some mm-hmm. of the songs he's more aspects in his guitar moves as a bass player right. he, he he plays as, as a bass player and roto which is, is a bass player like from a long time when when we came together he said like well w- w- what i'm gonna do he's doing <laughs> kind of like the baseline of it and yeah. and and then they work together and we work together like all right um let's do this and let's do that as our new drummer she never played like in a punk band or a harker band wow she was a, a jazz player jazz drummer wow and when when we started rehearsing with her we were like like can you hit the drum set like harder Mm-hmm. And she started like, and we all the time and never and all the like rehearsals, we just said like, can you hit it like harder and then harder and harder. And then she became a beast. I remember we were like, oh, like, can you <laughs> like stop for a minute? And, and she, she released that part in, his, in her head that like, that wasn't active. You know, yeah. and Alex act, like activate this like part he don't know he can do like as a guitar player, and Roto doing like other stuff he wasn't you know familiar with that and mm-hmm. me as well. So that's a thing. That's why the sound of silence came like just like that. Like okay, this is how we play because we are new in these instruments. Right. It is. So it is specifically your sounds because you don't know you've maybe never been shown any other way to do it this is what you do and it's unique to you in each each in each instrument yeah totally that's why we all in the in, in silent we when we listen to a center of abuse we we heard that but we felt when we heard that record like we have a lot of limitations on that record mm-hmm. and this new record we got more we we got more comfortable with with our instrument and that came out. There was a, almost a, um, at least from the listener's perspective, almost like an in, intentional disjointedness in a center of abuse. It's, it's got, like, like I said, like a post-hardcore sound. Whereas with Modern Hate, 
it's it's smoother it's a bit more organic it's like you i think you mentioned earlier it's a little bit more crafted but it doesn't lose any of that that intensity any of that ferocity it's still there but now it just sort of flows more smoothly from one part to the next and um anytime people ask for recommendations of bands dark bands whatever you want to call it uh y'all are always at the very top of that list because you know two two albums and they're both really unique and also they capture a feeling that i feel is missing from a lot of modern music it's not just the, the lack of nostalgia it's just um like I, i'll listen to heavy music and it feels heavy for the sake of being heavy or i'll listen to dark music and it's you know mopey for the sake of being mopey or or it's a throwback there doesn't seem to be that that a lot of music that just grabs you by the collar and yanks you forward and says listen to me and i get that vibe from you and i've always kind of gotten that sense from your albums i think that's that's why because that happens with bands that have an intention you know mm-hmm. that does 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 um does the uh, uh, a different way to do music, you know, like an. That does does what I uh, does what I want to say, but an artist sings because, um, because they want to, right? Mm-hmm. But a musician, I think, they sing because they have to. Right, you know, and th- th- I don't know if you understand that, but an artist wants to sing because they want to. They want to be famous. They want to do this. They want to do that. But a musician, like a real musician who lives the music, it, who needs the music to survive, they do this because they have to, right. to show people, like some of he's some part of his life or or they want to send or talk about a message or you know and in yeah. some of some of the bands right now or some of the music right now they're just artists they just go there because they want to make money and they wouldn't don't get me wrong of course if you can do money doing music and living make right. a living with this like totally fine and 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 as a musician, I mean, it's what everything wants. But it's not just like that. You yeah. you have you have to to create music and 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 all that to to how to, to capture people. You know, yeah. have some intention, go somewhere, and have some definition of what you want to do and what you want to say. I, I, in another podcast I used to have, there was this conversation about whether art is a mirror to society or it's a hammer to shape it. And, and I like to marry the two, like a true uh, expression uh, is holding the mirror up to society and then taking that hammer and smashing it and breaking everything you think you know about it by delivering truth. And yeah. uh, we, we talked about this a little bit in, in last episode, but I have this eternal debate. I mean, the the show is called, uh, you know, a culture shock, and and I'm very drawn to the ideas of countercultures, partially because of my punk and hardcore background, but also because 
maybe I just romanticized that era of like the beats and things of that nature when it really felt like there was an opportunity to create a different world. Do you, as an artist, as a musician, do you feel like it's still possible to create sort of a counterculture in, in the world? Or does it feel like inevitably at, at some point it gets swallowed up by this sort of spectacle of society and it becomes commercialized and commodified and, and loses some of its bite? No, to, to, totally. We, we is the opportunity to create another like scene or, or create like some like, because they're always going to be kids like we were, you know, mm-hmm. like with, with the hungry to be somebody, they're hungry to, to tell people like, I'm not, I'm not cool with what's happening right. around, even around my block, you know, and talking about what they, what their lives is so shitty. And, and, you know, it's always people like that, mm-hmm. but, and, and it's always going to be, that punk feeling of people want to say something or talk about mm-hmm. or talk talk about the truth or or they're not they're not you know you, they don't want to the conformity or whatever you know and 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 I think yeah of course of course is is a possibility that's why we 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 still believe in that that's why we still doing this music we talk because i know some kids at some point they're gonna listen to a record and want to say like yeah they're right or i don't even we're right it's just like they say that and i want to say my thing right and and i want to do my band to go out there and to be heard and said this and that and that you know but i hope you know people listen and 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 listen to your music or maybe listen to this podcast or read one of your interviews and they say you know I play guitar but maybe I want to pick up bass and I want to start a band from opposite of the way normally you would right maybe you want to start a band from the drums up or the bass up or whatever it may be or hey maybe I want to get out from behind the drum set and and express myself yeah I mean it's it's not um it's 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 a a, a whole world of possibilities, you know? Mm-hmm. Even if you want to have like a floor tom and hit it with a one drumstick and you want to sing or talk about something, it's, it's, it's totally fine. It's, yeah. it's just some way of expression because I, you know, I, I, I've been around, I, I'm not considered like myself as a, as a good, good musician. Mm-hmm. I don't even consider myself a musician. I consider myself as a performer, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um, those ones to to saw these guys or kids playing guitar not in a all like this like fluid things and it's like you know like you know I saw some musicians like you don't even know how to play guitar you know like but it doesn't matter man it's your it's your way of expression is the way you learn to do it and if it's real and if you're doing with all your like your body and, and mind and you're putting like a lot of effort of it it's totally fine yeah if you believe in what you're doing it's totally fine because it's real right. and, and 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 sometimes in music business it's like like you 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 got a lot of like criticism about that like oh he's not a good drummer it's like i mean it's cool if you saw some shredder dudes doing it because <laughs> it's, it's fucking an awesome talent yeah but it's the other part of people wants to do music and, and they don't have that talent, but they can make something. 
exactly. So I mean, it's not a, it's, it's both of those sides are cool. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I think back to my my bass playing days, and and I was never great, uh, but I always bled. Like I I just figured like, look, I'm not gonna be able to do runs, you know, I'm not gonna do crazy like fills. Um, I'll, I'll I'll have a good melody. I always can hold a melody down. I'll stay on the beat, and I'm gonna be the craziest person on stage. And oftentimes my fingers were bleeding or other parts were bleeding or I broke my guitar many times because I'm just doing crazy shit just to add to the performance, right? In, in whatever way that I could. And, and uh, without the limitations of feeling like you've got to wait to be good enough to do something. No, it's, it was your, your form of expression. Yeah. It's, the, it's the way you, you release all you have and, and you released all you want to say to people. And, 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 and actually it's not an easy thing to be a musician because sometimes you're on tour with numb money, sleeping couches. And, and, and some, some people I know, they just say like, I cannot do, I cannot do this anymore because I need like a, like a job, like a regular yeah. job and, 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 and be there. And there's the other part, like I count myself there and, and be there and still sometimes sleeping in the van and, and no eating well. And, but I'm, I'm not saying like that's bad and I want to quit. It's just like, well, that's my, my, my living. That's, uh, and I want to do this until like some doctor told me like, you cannot be on tour because you're going to die. And probably I'm going to still doing that. It's like, right. yep. it's like because I, I'm not doing this because I'm making money. I've, I've been doing music for 20 years right now. And I, mm -hmm. I never did a money of like, yeah, I'm going to buy a home, a house with this money, you know, right. but I'm still doing it with the same heart and the same like happiness. I, I'm always do this. Well, it, it definitely comes across. And it's one of the reasons why I think both in your recordings and certainly your live performances, y'all stand out and you, and you create something very unique and passionate and hopefully more people are drawn to that and that the album's doing really well and that when you're able to get back on tour that people can be part of that experience and you sort of be part of that vibrational energy that like you are creating that's you know it 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 awakens a part of you i think that is sort of that sleeps in most people yeah hopefully hopefully i mean for everything you know they they start like not be scared about the covet anymore and they again want to release and, and be there out there like going to the shows you know yeah absolutely and and for us to to be available to perform and 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 be around the world and show our work to everybody awesome uh so last question i'll have is uh, Again, the name of the podcast is a culture shock. And I know I'm, I'm a big fan of tattoos, obviously. I think talking about expression, tattoos are one of those ways that we express ourselves, uh, if not be a journal or a mapping of our life. Like, uh, like I said, I used to be straight edge when I was in my late teens, early 20s, and I never covered the tattoo. And you know, I get jokes and what have you. And I always tell people it's... Uh, from Super Bowl 30, where the last time the Cowboys won the Super Bowl, you know, or whatever. I, I always that have a different funny. story. Yeah. Yeah. But, that was good. But I never covered it because that was important. You know, that that time in my life was important. Um, every tattoo I have was important. I've noticed some of your tattoos steer into sort of the occult world. Is that something you have an interest in? Is that 
play a role in your art or is it just sort of a, a passing interest of, uh, in time? Uh, well, I, I, I really like um, those kind of like art or symbolism. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm not really into any like some of um, religion or mm -hmm. whatever, but I really like those, like the symbolism of stuff. Mm -hmm. Even if they're like like Catholic or satanic or mm -hmm. the symbolism, like which is means for people, that that's that's what I I I really I really like, you know. Yeah. Um, but some yeah, but some people like like came to me and said like I have this like tattoo with a pentagram and say Satan on it, but then I have like a like a Bart Simpson said Brad <laughs> dude on, on like near to that and. And people just ask me, like, dude, like, do you believe in Satan? And like, dude, I, I, I don't believe in anything. It's like, right. I, I just think, like, we are a reflection of what we do every day mm -hmm. and, and, and all that. Or, like, a lot of here in Mexico, because we have, a, a like, a big, like, a Catholic community. Mm -hmm. They came to me, it's like, are, are you not scared of God because you have Satan on your arm or, like, all these satanic symbols? It's like, dude, um. <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm not you know like i think it, it it's, it's it's nothing happens man if, if i don't know it's, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff you know uh about religion and but um i don't want to go like go to deep, but um yeah like i have tattoos when i saw it i'm i'm not like that guy like really intense with my tattoos it's just like i saw like a a goat head or like whatever is like that's a cool tattoo like, let me right. like put it there and then the last my last like five tattoos i came to the tattoo shop which is my friend mm -hmm. it's like what do you have they're like what do you want like well, whatever what do you have in mind <laughs> yeah, yeah so he, he started doing like freehand tattoos and like all right and it's like yeah it's good it's like a filler you know right yeah it just became the pleasure of new tattoo but um yeah, I, I, I'm not that intense on my tattoos, but I, I really like uh, the symbolism, and and I like to to read some books of symbolism or, and then in our new video, I don't want to say the song is gonna be out, but we 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 use a lot of symbolism and and, and kind of like witchery and yeah. and black magic stuff. It's gonna be. It's gonna be cool. You're gonna like it. It sounds excellent. Yeah, and you know, so much of that symbolism, oftentimes, whether it's intentional or or has come to later represent, it's rebellion. It's uh, pushing back against the state. It's pushing back against authority, and and I think that it can create a atmosphere and a visual within yourself where you might have darker tattoos, but like you said, you also have more irreverent tattoos, and. And that is a composite of who you are, right? Uh, yeah, there's totally. A, there, there's a rebellion in that. There's a rebellion in not conforming to like, I am the dark guy. I have the dark tattoos and that's all I have, right? Or yeah. or I'm the silly guy and I got a pizza tattoo and, and all my tattoos are jokes, but, but being the individual and being yourself, being young and not, not anyone else. Yeah, I have like all kind of tattoos. I mean- darks and sillies and and i have this sign um the way my mom signed mm -hmm. right there and and you know like I, I i started like getting tattoos when i was 18 19 so mm -hmm. 
I'm almost 40. So, you know, I, 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 I've been through a lot of stuff. Of course, my tattoos talks about that, you know, because yeah. I've been, I won during all these years, of course, I saw like a silly tattoo and I was like, oh, that's cool. And I get it. And then, oh, this is more like dark. So I won that. And then, you know, it just, right. it's just like you say, it's a, re a reflection of my life. It's like, I have a, like all kind of stuff. That's amazing. Well, listen, thank you so much for your time. I'm excited about the new music video. The new album is Modern Hate. It's excellent. If people are into dark, punk, almost even metallic um, uh, goth, whatever you want to call it, like, I definitely recommend people check it out. I'll put a little clip maybe so people can hear a little taste of it. it you guys are so good. And I, I really hope uh, and wish you success and prosperity with the new album and hopefully touring and you guys having the opportunity to go back to doing what you what you are meant to do, which is to express yourself, following that will of being silent and being that band. Thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate this. And it was like really, really cool to talk with you. Likewise. And 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 hopefully see you soon. Yeah. I mean, on tour and 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 we can get a drink and talk about more all this Perfect. stuff. Yeah. But th thanks for inviting me and and thank you so much. And I hope you have like prosperity and everything you wish me for the band oh. and for me. Many thanks once again to our guest this week, Mr. Young Singh from the band Silent. I strongly recommend you all check them out. Um, Young was so gracious at this time. I really enjoyed the conversation. I think we could have kept on talking for another hour. So maybe down the line we'll have him on again. Um, but I really appreciated his perspective and his time and, and um, hope you enjoyed as well. Uh, so and, and just thank you to all, each and one of you who has tuned in and spent this time with us. I know there's a lot of options when it comes to podcast, both in the world of uh, spirituality and the occult and music and art and things of that nature. So uh, it's very appreciated, those of you who tune in and check out what we're doing over here. Uh, to send us out, I want to play a little snippet from Silent's new album. They have a song called End, which I feel is appropriate considering this is the end of the podcast. So I uh, hope you enjoy, and I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Mr. Young Singh of the band Silent. Please check them out. And until next time, gold rings on you all. <laughs>